I'm here once again with my daughter, Allie Sinyard. We're going to be talking about the Enneagram and what it is and and what the numbers are and and what does it mean to be a Christian three and four uh, and uh, how we can preach the gospel to ourselves if we're with these numbers. So we've made it through, Allie, one one and two, and now we're, we're slamming into three. And I told you ahead of this talk that I don't know. It sort of makes me a little depressed. Threes. Yeah. I I think all of them have a core Yeah, core brokenness that can that can seem sad, but I also think that there's a flip side to that coin. Of threes tend to be like the movers and shakers of the community. Like they're leading things. They are um stepping up. They are the ones that a lot of people are drawn to because they tend to be upfront and active. Maybe a lot of pastors, certainly a lot of worship leaders. I would say, yeah, I know a lot of three pastors. <laughs> I tend to just know a lot of threes, especially, yeah, living in Nashville, being around the performance industry, um, that, that need to, to be the best and to be, mm-hmm. um, to be worth something mm-hmm. can show up in really unhealthy ways or it can also really drive people to be motivated so okay. threes are known for having a plan and being ambitious and um they're the people you want yeah you want threes to inspire passion and also yeah. to act on their passion so a three's not going to sit there and wallow they're gonna um they're gonna find a reason to be worth something all right, so, so let's get into threes. Maybe it's just something I ate or, or uh, the, the side of the bed I woke up on. So anyway, uh, Enneagram number three are the performers. So give us a little quick overview of, of Enneagram three. So threes, according to Enneagram Institute, they have a basic fear of being worthless and their desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Um, oftentimes I've heard People describe this as the need to be the best. So threes have a natural sense of um, being competitive and being perceived as the best. Um, So whatever they're the best at, it could be their job. It could be relationships. It could be um, helping people. So I've, I've seen people who thought they were twos, but really were threes because they, it mattered to them that they were known as, the most dependable person. So when you think of like a superlative, um, I would assign that to a lot of threes stereotypically. Now I had a friend in college who was an extreme narcissist, great guy, but he would not admit, I played uh, football with him and he would not uh, admit when he dropped a pass or he missed a call or he, it was like, it was, he just couldn't. Is that a three or is that just a narcissist? So, and I think it is dangerous to to pair numbers with actual, like, you know, mental conditions or um, states of being. So, um, I do think that that could be a three tendency because, um, right, they're getting their value from success. Mm -hmm. So, um, if failure 
happens, that is now your identity. And so admitting failure is very hard for a three. That doesn't mean they can't do it. In fact, when they do it, it shows insane growth. Um, A three in stress, they become a nine. So nine stereotypically are like the lethargic kind of giving up, right? Like numbing behaviors. And so a three, if, if met with that, um, that message of you are a failure can shut down. And so they can become that nine that no longer has motivation because if I'm a failure, why try? Right. Yeah. So it can go to that extreme. Yeah. But in the book yeah. I recommend, or you recommended me the road back to you. It, it, he portrays the three just sitting down watching TV all the time. Yeah, in stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. right. So here's what it's like to be a three. This is from the road back to you. It's important for me to come across as a winner. Two, I love walking into the room knowing I'm, I'm making a great first impression. Three, I could persuade Bill Gates to buy a Mac. <laughs> and don't we know somebody like that? Four, the keys to my happiness are efficiency, productivity, and being acknowledged is the best. Five, I don't like it when people slow me down. Again, don't we know somebody like this? Uh, six, I know uh, how to airbrush failure so it looks like success. Seven, I'd rather lead than follow. Eight, I'm competitive to a fault. Nine, I can find a way to win over and connect with just about anyone. Ten, I'm a world champion multitasker. Eleven, I keep close watch on how people are responding to me in the moment. Twelve, I mean, that's stress. You know, again, I keep close watch on how people are responding to me in the moment. It's just like a constant. See, this is what's making me kind of go, oh, man, I feel bad for threes. Uh, It's hard for me to name or access my feelings. I don't want to talk much about my personal life. Sometimes I feel like a phony. I love setting and accomplishing measurable goals. I like other people to know my accomplishments. Uh, I like to be seen in the company of successful people. People say I don't know how or when to stop working. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm just hearing anxiety and stress and mask and shame screens, even though they're a lot of fun and the life of the party. So I'd also say, though, like, the one that you reacted to while you were reading the list of responding in the moment to people, to me, that's something I envy. Like I have always really appreciated that about threes and that they are the people who are able to read the room and change the vibe of a room, right? Like a three can walk into a party and be like, this is what's needed and make it happen because they are, they are perceptive. They're intuitive about what needs needs to happen so they're able to lead the cause to change it yeah so it's not a reflective woe is me life is happening to me Uh it's i have control i'm able to step in um and that often can look like an overstepping and an overthinking about what people are thinking about them Uh, but they also have the charisma um that i think i think threes are often very envied like people Mm-hmm. Um, are drawn to threes and often, um, yeah, feel cool around them. Good to have a three wingman. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so they're very aware of what's going on around them and what other people are seeing because they're always paying attention because they don't want to appear like a loser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in a terrible mood, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sorry to all those threes. What is it? I, I like think three, you probably right? know more threes than you than you think. Um, and I mean, threes, again, 
stereotypically, because that is what we are looking at. We're talking about hypothetical people here um, are good at their jobs. Like they're the people that you're quicker to hire, right? Because they know what you need and they're going to get it done. Um, Well, they're going to be workaholics, so they have to be successful. Right. Right. But also they have to be successful. So they're always striving for success. Um, so the, on the no margin and people are stressed and, and workplace uh, anxiety is as highest that it's been in 50 years. Can we blame the threes? No, <laughs> I'll get into that in a lot. I mean, that, that is our society. A three is not run by stress. Um, threes are stressed by failure. Um, so I think it's looking at no number is more stressed than another, right? It's just, what is the trigger and what does it show up as? Um, and I could be wrong in saying that maybe there are statistics about which numbers are stressed more. Um, but I'd say threes, at least from the outside, have it together. Um, Mm more often than not because it's important that they're perceived that way. Right. So it's um, the dangerous thing and the really cool thing, right. Is when, when a three takes off a mask or when a three is able to fail in front of you, like that becomes an honor because it's not something that they're willing to let a, a lot of people in on. But in my experience, the threes I know really confident, really funny because they're, right? Able to work a room. They're able to um, walk in and say, this is who I am. This is my own skin. Yeah. There's a Netflix uh, series, the amazing Mrs. Maisel. Have you seen it? (gasps) Not on Netflix. It's on Amazon prime, but yes, I've seen it. I love it. So that would be a healthy three. She's, she's a performer. Yeah. She's a performer. She's, she, she can take, um, she can take criticism really well. It just bounces off of her. I mean, she's, she doesn't seem to be wearing a lot of mask. I would have pegged her as an eight. Oh, okay. Oh, then we'll have to wait till we get there. <laughs> but, and I can see that. So yes, a three acting healthfully can handle criticism. Yeah. Um, a three at average state criticism is a very challenging thing, oh, man, more man. so than most numbers. Um, um, yeah. So the road so three, back to you, guy says the three's worst fear is what if there's no one behind the image? Oh, mm. man. Ouch. Maybe this is just really close to home. I don't think I'm a three, but yeah, I'm connecting with some of these things. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's hard when you when you think about like the whole concept of personality as they've defined it is like this is something that you've created to protect your true self, right? Mm-hmm. Like personality is a good thing, yeah. but it's how you learn to function. It's a human thing. Um, yeah. It's not a, exactly it's not a bad. It's just a human thing. It's yeah. It's how you've yeah survive and and now live. We all do. So it. you think through that that fear of a three. It's not a refusal to take off a mask. It might truly be. I've never seen myself without one. Yeah. Um, and so that that fear, yeah, isn't. Oh, I I don't have substance. It's I've always acted like this. Mm. Like I I think about um, 
I mean, even students that I've had with like the need to be the best and it's this constant thing and you see one of them fail for the first time and it just becomes the spiral of what Mm. do I cling to? Like I've always been good enough. Mm. I've always been, um, I've had this reputation and so now I don't know who I am. Um, which yeah, yeah. The shame kicks in. And I think so as, as a nine, it makes sense that you can empathize, empathize with threes in that we do become threes in security. Um, and so there is that element of um, adaptability and yep. um, that we do share very closely with a three, mm-hmm. um, but we are in a triad together. So as a nine, when I'm unhealthy, I slide into a three. No, when you're healthy, oh. you take on the positive traits of a three. Um, so the, the confidence, the charisma, the adaptability, the reading the room. Um, yeah, I can do that. You use it in insecurity so i would challenge you to look at the positive sides of the three and look at like i mean even in the mood to do that (laughs) apparently but even in like just them talking about like the um the aptitude for for sales like that's a very um difficult job that not a lot of people you know like it's it's a hard thing to um to slide into um And threes are natural leaders in it, right? Like they, they know how to meet someone where they're at. They know how to communicate with a huge, a diverse population of people. And somebody, one of my friends who's a three was talking about um, even just looking at her friend group. She was like, oh, I knew I was a three because I looked at who I was friends with mm-hmm. and I can't find like a commonality between most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was looking at all of her friends and going, I I'm able to connect with all of them in some sort of way. And it doesn't matter to me if we're similar or not, because I'm able to kind of step into that place and, um, and sell them ultimately myself. Right. Um, yeah, which I think is a really cool and powerful thing. He talks about the threes being the, the, the basically America's personality. Hmm. All those children, you need to win. You can't lose. You have to, uh, you have to be a winner. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a similar message in, in most cultures, right? It's just depending what, um, what does success look like in whatever culture or subculture you're a part of? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause I'll say, I think I know, um, some threes who, what that has looked like is relational success. Mm. Um, so it doesn't so much, look like them being super ambitious and passionate about their job. It means they're going to be the first one to volunteer. They're Mm -hmm. going to be at the most potlucks. Like they're going to invite people over more so than their neighbors or, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that competitive nature kind of comes out, but in a relational setting. So it doesn't necessarily have to look like a specific stereotype of a type A person. Mm -hmm. Um, It can, it can show up in many ways. So in relationships, and we were talking a little bit about this before we went on air, would a three be afraid of intimate relationships because Mm -hmm. they might get exposed? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's that, um, that fear of the unknown, right? So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure who's going to show up. So I can't be the best at like, nobody wins in a relationship, you know, hopefully, um, And if you do, it's probably not healthy for the other person. Um, 
Yeah. So I think fear of, okay, I need to be broken in front of you. Um, and that, that is intimacy. Um, so are you still going to accept me in that? And I think that is often the most healing moment for threes when they're able to openly be a failure Mm -hmm. and then be looked at the Mm -hmm. same way. So what would you say, what difference does the gospel make uh, to a three that would uh, unhealthy three, perhaps what, 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 what would be the good news of the gospel? You know, the simple uncluttered gospel uh, strictly because of what Jesus did 2000 years ago. God has to love you. He loves you as much as the father loves the son. The son loves the father. He can't love you any more than, than he does right now. He can't love you any less, no matter how you appear. So uh, yeah. What, um, what, what good would that do for a three? Yeah. I think the first thing that the gospel offers is like a very humbling statement of, um, of you are, you are not enough <laughs> or you were not enough. Mm. Um, and so you can strive all you want, but you won't be the best. You won't ever, um, win. Um, mm-hmm. but because of what Jesus did, he has one and you are given worth. Um, so you, as you are, as you will be who you might become, Mm -hmm. what you might do, what you might not do, what you might fail at doesn't Mm -hmm. change how the Lord looks at you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so fail, fail freely (laughs) and know that you can't, you can use the mask, but you don't have to, you don't have to work. You don't have to be a workaholic. You don't have to be the life of the party all the time. You can. Yeah. You don't have to work for your value. You, you, as you are behind your mask, who, by the way, the Lord knows very well. Mm. And so you don't have to, you don't have to fear knowing them. See, maybe, maybe this is what's, what's kind of got me a little on the, on the heavy side today is, is that this is a lot of the people that I preach to and, and give classes to is, is they've been raised this way. And, and maybe these are the folks that I've been, me too, um, is, is say, look, I don't have to work so hard to get my approval and my enoughness from, from what you think of me. Uh, I don't have to. And and if I, if my cup is filled just a little bit, I can lay down the mask and, and people can see the real me. And, and and that's the best feeling is when people like the real you. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of shame with that, but initially, but, but when that happens is this the most amazing thing in the world. It's a huge gift. Right. Um, so maybe just the truth that you are known and loved deeply as you are. Yeah. Any, any last thing you want to say about Enneagram number three? I think we've solved all of their problems. I mean, I think we, we started rough, but we, we got to the, yep. we got the pinnacle of the gospel. Yep. I love them. <laughs> yeah. We should all have uh, friends. I mean, I do like the, uh, the <laughs> do you mean friends that are threes or <laughs> no, just, we should all have friends. <laughs> That's also true. You've spoken like a three. I mean, maybe I am a three, but I mean, the, the helper, we, we, we definitely need people who are the helpers, right? We want to, we want a whole bunch of people who are helpers, but, but we also want one, at least one person who's the life of the party. Otherwise it'd be kind of boring. I just, I just need you to line up all the people in your life and realize what numbers you have because you've created this strange hierarchy that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting together teams, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm, it's like a Which is why you might be a three. 
Uh, maybe I, I mean, I still think I'm a 10, but that's, that's beside the point. <laughs> All oh, right. Uh, we, we've gone a little bit over time, but it was worth it. And uh, it was good discussion. So we're going to pick this up next time, uh, with Allie Sinyard and we'll talk about the Enneagrams number, number four. Individualist oh. for the artistic. artistic. Okay. We'll see you next time on Gospel Rants. Bye Allie. Bye. Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.